good to pray with you this morning. It's good that we are here. We hear Peter say that to Jesus. It's good we're here. I don't know if we always believe that. It's good that you're here. You know, yesterday, there was a gentleman, I met him after Mass. He hadn't been to church in 40 years. How good is it that he was here yesterday? How good is it that you're here? Each one of you with your own hopes and dreams, your own struggles, maybe your own burdens and sins, but also your own unique way of loving God. It's good we're here. So let's congratulate ourselves. Yay, we made it. All right, we're all here. Now, what are we doing here? That's more to the point. What we're doing here is worshiping. We're here to worship, which means we're here to give our hearts to the one true living God. But the beautiful thing is that Christian worship is always, always, always a response to God's initiative. It's not so much something that we do, it's something that God is doing, that he draws us into. And if we worship him rightly, we'll know him. And if we know who God is, then we'll know who we are. Right worship leads to right knowledge, both of God and of ourselves. So the question is, did we listen to today's gospel? We have the beautiful event of the transfiguration. Today is the feast of the transfiguration. Jesus, who's transformed, transfigured. Basically, he pulls back the veil and shows who he really is as the divine son of God. Did we listen to that gospel? Sure, we heard it, but did we listen? In that gospel, there are two commandments, two commands. One from the Father and one from the Son. The Father, as Jesus is transfigured, thunders from heaven. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And then the command, listen to him. And then the son, who brings Peter, James, and John up the mountain with him. He gives a command to them. Rise and do not be afraid. Rise and do not be afraid. Friends, if you and I pondered those two commands and truly let them transform our lives, we'd become saints. If we listen to the voice of the father who tells us to listen to his son, And if we listen to the voice of the Son who tells us to rise and do not be afraid, we would become saints. So then there's the rub. How come we're not saints? Oh, because it's hard to listen, isn't it? There's a big difference between listening and hearing. Right? So, okay, kids, when your parents tell you to do your chores... You hear them, but do you listen? That's the question, right? Oh, I know, I hear, but do I listen? Okay, parents, you're not off the hook. You you are masters at hearing each other, spouse to spouse, and not listening to each other, right? That's how it works. We're no better as priests. I hear Bishop better. Do I always listen? Yeah. So it's part of our human nature. 
Because we know that listening demands that we change. The Latin verb for to listen is obedire. That's where we get the English word, obey, obedience. If I listen, I act differently. So, do we listen to Jesus, or do we just hear him? Do we listen to the church and her teachings, or do we just hear them? And that's the question. But why listen to Jesus? Because of who he is. He's not just a nice religious figure. He's not a good moral exemplar. He's not a good person. He's way more than that. Did you listen to the first reading from the prophet Daniel? This is who Jesus is. One, like a son of man, received dominion, glory, and kingship. All peoples, all nations, all languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. And his kingship shall not be destroyed. Friends, that's who Jesus is. He is all-powerful. When we listen to him, that power, that strength, that grace comes flooding into our lives and has power to change us, to transform us, even to transfigure us. So that we begin to shine with the light, not of ourselves, but of God himself. Now, in this episode, when God pulls back the veil, when the Father thunders his love for his Son, when Jesus shines with that love, it's not a neutral encounter. Peter, James, and John, at the voice of the Father, fall down on the ground and are terrified. Because God is big, and we're really small. And we should never forget that. The God we serve is almighty. And he has absolute authority over us. Fear is an okay response, actually. It's the right response. But then this. The one who shines with that love of the Father. Who's ablaze with the light of heaven. Also takes on human flesh. And if you paid attention to the gospel, Jesus does something. Peter, James, and John fall down, prostrate and afraid. And then Jesus reaches out and touches them. It's Jesus' sacred humanity that gives James and Peter and John the courage to stand up and be with him. And the same is true for us. We worship well because Jesus took on our flesh. See, he's not just speaking the words of God that have power into our lives. He is the word of God. And he comes to us in a simple human way to bring that power. His humanity is the bridge between heaven and earth. And when he reaches out and touches them, and then he speaks that command, rise and do not be afraid, that is for us as well. Because in this event, 
of the transfiguration, identities are revealed. Who God is, but also who we are in God. Jesus, the divine son, the beloved son in whom the father is well pleased, God himself. But then us, who through Jesus' humanity are called to be with him. His voice speaks to us who we are. Beloved sons, beloved daughters in Jesus, beloved sons of the Father, beloved daughters of the Father, and it's the voice of Jesus and his touch that confirms in us that deepest identity. And that's why we need to listen to him. Not just hear him, but listen. Because if we don't listen to that voice, we'll listen to some other voice that tells us something else about who God is, but also something else about who we are. And we'll follow that voice and we'll lose the best part of what it means not only to be human, but especially to be Christian. We don't have to make our own identities up. We don't have to create ourselves. We're loved and known by God. And Jesus wants to speak that love and speak that knowledge to us today, every single one of us. And so it is crucial that we listen. We have to ask for a grace to listen. It's not so easy to listen. St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, she knew that. She knew that if we were going to learn how to listen, we would have to do one very critical and crucial thing. We would have to cultivate silence. Cultivate silence. Create space for God. For His voice to rise above all the other voices that are in our lives. All the other noise that is in this world. She knew if we didn't begin with silence, we would never get to that place where we could discern the voice of Jesus and listen to that voice so he could speak to us who we are. So she had a very simple game plan. She said this, the fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. The fruit of service is peace. Don't we all want more peace in our hearts? Wouldn't we all want more love and more faith? Perfect. Mother Teresa knew that to begin on that path, you have to start with the step of silence. So very concretely, we turn off the phones, we turn off the TVs, turn off the radios as we drive to work, and we create very intentionally a space of silence so that God can fill it and fill it with his voice, he will. And when he fills it with his voice, he'll speak the truth of who we are. And we won't fall into the trap of defining ourselves by our sins or mistakes or our woundedness or the standards of the world that pass away. We'll be defined 
by His love. And then we'll know not only who we are, but what we ought to be about. Because if we know ourselves, we'll also know our mission. And that's why Jesus tells Peter, James, and John to rise and not be afraid. To be with him, to go with him, to be about his work. Well, friends, that wasn't just for them a long time ago. That's for you and me today. We come to this Mass. We come to worship. We come to listen to the voice of Jesus who knows what each one of our hearts needs to hear. It's good we're here because he's here. May we listen to his voice and be transformed and changed by him.